Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to those women whose story is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories with the world so that in their shining, they give permission to you to shine as well. I'm super excited. I was referred to today's guest by a mutual friend of ours, and today's guest, Vivian Santora of PowerPlay, is on the podcast to tell us a little bit more about herself. Welcome, Vivian. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. I love to mention when people are referred to me. That means that you have a tribe or a posse or someone else who sees value in who you are, what you do, how you conduct yourself, um, and they believe the world should know more about you. So that's very exciting, and this is your chance to tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I am a native New Yorker. Uh, I grew up out on Long Island. I'm the youngest of seven kids. So I had three older brothers, three older sisters. Uh, it really sort of infused the the need to have a voice very early on and to make that voice heard. Um, I spent a significant amount of time playing sports, being in theater. I was like a child actor. Um, my nice. mom used to bring me into the city to, to audition for different plays and, and commercials. Um, so one thing I often say is that I learned about failure really early on uh, because <laughs> you don't get a lot of, of jobs uh, yeah. the more you audition. Um, and you learn how to bounce back pretty quickly. So, um, you know, I, like I said, I grew up out on Long Island. I ended up going to the University of Buffalo for my undergraduate degree, which was amazing to go to a state school and see um, how they really stretch a dollar. And then was fortunate enough to go to American University for graduate school. And at, at Buffalo, I majored in English and women's studies. And I like to say that English taught me um, history through literature and women's studies really empowered me to change the future. And so then when I went on to graduate school, I focused on public policy and how can I make things more equitable and just. Wow. Um, I love that. Let me just give you a huge shout out there. That is uh, a topic, as you know, I'm very passionate about. So thank you for devoting your life to that. Absolutely. Um, I then, when I graduated, I had a best friend who lived in Boston. So I was in DC and she sort of, I said, you know, where am I going next? What, what am I doing now that I've graduated and I have this degree? She's like, it's really democratic up here. You should come up here. And I said, okay. So I packed up my stuff and I moved to Boston and my first job there was working for Pat McGovern, who was running yeah. for governor. Yeah, yeah. I knew, um, I, knew. The, I used to live there 12 years in Boston. So I love it. Yeah, I know. I was involved in politics too. So good for you. Yeah. So while she did not win um, the statewide race, I really believe that she paved the way um, because there it was not shortly after that that um, that uh, now I'm forgetting her name, but there was a woman governor um, for some time, um, and I worked for the American Cancer Society, the Boston Bar Foundation, and then it was just around that time, I think '98, when um, First Lady Hillary Rodham, then First Lady Hillary Rodham Clinton announced that she was running for U.S. Senate for New York. And once again, I 
packed up, picked up, and moved back to New York to come home and, and work for her. Um, what a commitment. I what a commitment. Yeah. Um, are you talking about Jane Swift? Yes, Jane Swift. Thank yes. you so much. Yeah, I just heard her listening to me for a minute. Yeah, um, that's so awesome. You're totally dedicated to the cause of equity and empowering women. That's amazing. Did you get it's to really Hillary? Yes, of course. I worked very closely with her for four years. Um, I came on as a deputy finance director, so raising money for her, and then transitioned to be her national finance director. So I had the honor and privilege of traveling with her through her first book tour and plugging in fundraisers all over the country. Um, and this was really, I mean, a highlight of my 20s, my, my mid bet. to late 20s. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I'm still all in. <laughs> Me too. Still yeah. hashtags with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I have to tell you, it's a young woman's sport. I worked 24 seven, basically those four years. Um, and then did a small stint in the private sector. I had this notion in my head, like, okay, I'm going to really use my degree. I'm going to make a ton of money, you know, and um, I, I worked for a Fortune 500 company in government affairs. And to be honest, I just wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. And it was a really good learning for me, uh, you know, in, in terms of, you know, your professional career and reflection and maturity. Um, and I said, wow, I'm a, I have to be a mission-driven person. I have to yeah. be in a mission-driven organization. Um, so I'm glad I learned it as early as I did, because I know sometimes that doesn't always happen. Um, so I, I, I had that experience, and then I, I returned back to working mostly for nonprofits. What a dream, all of this. Yes. So, so you don't know me from Adam's house cat, but um, <laughs> I have... Yeah, I have been passionate about and passionately involved in and with politics all of my life and wondered, you know, what am I going to do with a political science, journalism and marketing degree and then communications master's? Uh, your journey is one I, you know, you know, I strive to be like or emulate or um, that's amazing. So um, I keep up with all that. I think it's fascinating. I have met Hillary as well. Um, she's she's wonderful. Everything that's great about her that people uh, don't give her credit for. If she were a man, she'd get tons of kudos and credit for it. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, tell me all this great stuff that you've done. You work with nonprofits, which takes a really special person and, and a hard driver. I mean, that's a tough, tough arena. Let me ask you, what has been your proudest professional accomplishment or have you had it yet? Um, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, I think there's uh, several highlights. Um, I mean, one thing I'm really proud of is, and I, I'm sure you've been there too, where you haven't had the best female bosses. And oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. And what I've prided myself on is taking both the good and the bad of what I've learned and, and who's mentored me and parlaying that into what kind of leader I want to be, right? And making that vow to myself and vow to my team. Um, so, so when I think of the proudest professional accomplishment, one specific person comes to mind. Um, you know, generally, I make a commitment to mentoring other women, um, but there's a and now she's my friend. She worked for me and, you know, translated all these years later. 
She is senior VP at um, a consulting firm called CCS. Um, and really, she came in, I was her first boss, and this is what, 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, but really fostering that kind of compassionate leadership and seeing her almost like surpass me, right? Like in terms of, yeah. you know, skill set and success. And I just, I'm, I just applaud her and what she's done. And her name is Deanna Falvo, D Falvo. And um, that's just, for me, that makes me proud. I feel like I did good. You know, she's that's awesome. awesome. That's great. So I think that you're talking about a time, you say 20 years ago, a time where leadership looked different in the eyes of most people. Like leadership yeah. didn't in, entail any EQ and it wasn't transformational. And if you were collaborating, that meant you couldn't lead on your own or stand on your own two feet. It, it's totally changed. And we were starting to embrace how females lead differently than males and how, you know, this sort of getting everyone on the team to play a critical role in the solutions and being transformative in your style is beneficial. And so you and she were before your time, if you will. And I think a lot of times men in business don't recognize those as leadership skills or traits and they're wrong. Right. Those are, those are very much, um, great leadership skills and traits to have. So that's pretty awesome. I love that you mentioned her name. I'm all about shouting out for other women and shining a light on them. That's key. We will put a little bit about both. Obviously we'll put something about you, but we'll put a little bit about her as well in the awesome. blog. Right. Yeah. Nice of you to mention her. Yeah. Really great. Well, let me ask you, um, you've had, you've been a mentor and it's very different to be a mentor uh, than to be, you know, a sponsor. We we talk about that. People don't always know the difference between a mentor and a sponsor. I'm sure you've been both. But who was your mentor? Who inspired you? Was was it D? Uh, Fav. What's her name? Fav. Favo. Yeah. Um. I feel, you know, similarly, uh, there have been so many inspirational people. I would say okay. mostly women, but definitely some men in there as well. Um, I mean, first and foremost is my mom. You know, uh, she played sports and played basketball. She's 87 now, still with us, and played basketball when women could only play half court. Wow. You know, there was this notion that, you know, women would overexert themselves, they could hurt themselves, it would impact their, you know, reproductive system if they oh played too God. hard, too hard. Yeah, so it's, it's amazing to think of how far we've come. I mean, we still have a ways to go. Um, but so living in that era and that time, and basically she taught me everything I know about basketball, and not that I'm this, you know, amazing player, but the quality time she spent with me and just, yeah. you know, seeing her and learning from her um, and obviously being a mom of seven kids. Wow. Um, yeah, is amazing. Um, Imagine if they'd let her play full court, how many kids. I know, have. right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. What a story. What a story. Um, I'd love to share a little bit of, of, of your mom in the blog as well. So oh, that's absolutely. Great. And I have some great pictures of her, black and white, you know, with the basketball. She was captain of her team. It was nice. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. 
I love that. That's great. A lot of my guests say, you know, I'm thankful to my mom. She taught me, but this is a really, uh, like your mom didn't just tell you things or teach you things. She showed you, she led by example. She did it. That's pretty awesome. Very awesome. Well, I know I don't have to even ask you this question, but for the benefit of those who listen, um, what are some ideas on advice you'd give to women in business to support other women in business? Yeah, I, one thing that I try to bring um, forth is like an abundance mindset. Oh, yeah. Because I think we, we've sort of live in this very hyper competitive um, arena. And I mean, it happens again, I'm a fundraiser by, by trade, by expertise. And I think it's, it's definitely um, prevalent when you're sort of fighting for dollars, so to speak, right. Um, right. trying to raise money. Um, but I really believe in an abundance mindset. So when it comes to fundraising and when it comes to women lifting up other women, you know, introduce someone to yeah. make the connection you know, it's never going to take away from you personally by making that introduction, right? Um, and helping. I just think it's good karma and, and it's, it's, it's a healthier way to move forward rather than this scarcity mindset where there's only so much room at the top or, you know, if she does well, it somehow takes away from my doing well. You know, we talk about it in these terms with, you know, um, social equality or racial equality, it's not pie, right? Like, you know, you're not taking a bigger piece and somehow it takes away from my piece. It's, you know, right. everyone does well. Right. Um, I love that you pointed that out. That's part of my daily um, commitment to other women in business. I say, please be sure to advise, refer, or hire someone you may not even know, you know, get to know that person, introduce people to one another. Um, people tease me and say, I collect people and then I connect people. <laughs> I collect and connect. Um, right. You bet. I love that you said that. That's, you know, the pie analogy. We're always talking about clawing each other's eyes out to get one of the two spots at the top that are available to women. When I say stop it and let's focus our energy on creating more spots at the top, not fighting each other for that one or two spots at the top. So baking a, if you're going to use the pie analogy, maybe we need just to focus on creating a much bigger pie, not a bigger piece of the same small pie. Right. Yeah. I think awesome. If it's okay to get a little tactical, I, I also think. You know, if you are mentoring someone and there's someone in your ranks that you want to support, I think it's really important to be candid and give real constructive feedback and do so in a respectful and compassionate way. And I think that could be super helpful. I think a lot of times folks automatically cringe when they think of feedback because they think it's just going to be like really critical, but it doesn't need to be right? If you're really promoting someone and wanting to propel someone else forward, I think as long as it's respectfully given, it's critical. I agree. Um, feedback is a sign of respect. Um, mm -hmm. I, having lived in Boston, not, not coming from Boston, now I came from the South where um, no one's open, honest, and direct. I mean, we are as sweet as can be. Um, but then I was, bless her heart, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. But when I moved to Boston, boy, did I learn to appreciate open, honest, and direct. And I really have kept that with me all my life. I, I value it greatly. I feel like feedback, if given, what, like what you said, it's how you say it, if given respectfully, can, you know, bring you to your highest and best self, you know, make you a better person. Um, so I'm always welcoming feedback um, from others. You know, like what you said, you want to learn never, you know, never lose. You, you've taken the lessons learned and done something good with them, even when things didn't go your way. Um, mm -hmm. What exactly, speaking of things not going your way, what exactly has been perhaps a big challenge or setback and how did you overcome it? I mean, personally for me, I've, I've lost two siblings. So my oldest brother and my oldest sister um, within a three year period. Um, and that was devastating. Um, and really heartbreaking um, for me and to actually have to watch my parents go through it, right? Because people say, you know, it's not the natural order of things. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so super tough. Um, and, you know, I still dream about my brother and sister. And, you know, so for me, I do believe in like the afterlife angels, you know, and I think that they're with me and with us and guiding me. Um, but that was really, really like painful, painful time, like physically painful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it impacts you at all levels. So I will not make this podcast about me, but I just wanted to share with you that I too have lost two siblings, but within a five-year time frame, it's very wow. difficult. Um, I was not close with them because we were so far in age, but still, um, how, you know, what, so, so that's a big deal. This is a, you know, most of the time when I ask that question, people talk yeah. about lost a job or, but this is a very, this is, you know, when you take stock and you step back and you gain perspective, this is a big deal. So mm -hmm. how do you, I don't think you ever, this is my opinion folks. So don't write me. Um, <laughs> I, I believe that you just don't get over it. You just no. learn to sit with it. You know, right. you learn to live with the pain. Um, and no, I don't think time heals or, you know, seals that wound up. I think it just time, you get used to it. You get used right. to the sadness about that. Um, which, which then sometimes I even feel bad about that, right? Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't want to get used to them not being here, right? You know, so there's yeah, a little guilt. The pain there. of missing them, though. Don't, yeah. You, yeah. You, I don't expect it to ever go away. So I was very close with my father, and I lost my father as well. Um, and I've never recovered from that. I've just learned to live with the pain of missing him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a really, really strong, meaningful, powerful, deeply personal example of a setback or challenge. And I'm so grateful that you felt uh, you could share that. This show is all about being authentic and vulnerable and sharing so that others can be the same way. We can stop this bless your heart stuff and we can start yeah. with the, yeah, you know, how to be open, honest, and direct and real, you know, being real. So thank you for that. That was, I'm sure it's still not, e it's never going to be easy. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. So tell us something surprising about you that most people who know you may not even know. I mean, you're full of surprises. I'm like, wow. I'm going to match you, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, 
here's the thing. I mean, I, I am pretty authentic, right? So I try to be the same person, say, at work that I am at home. I mean, there's always some boundaries, of course, um, but I really try to show up pretty integrated, right? And it's, it's a, that too is not something that happens overnight. Um, but I think to your point and, and what you try to emphasize is about being authentic and vulnerable. Um, and one thing that I would say people, most people in my network would know, but your audience might not know or be surprised to hear is that I take pole dancing. And that is my really preferred form of exercise. And um, so when you asked me a little bit earlier about who's an inspirational mentor, another person outside of my mom and Hillary Clinton would be Sheila Kelly, who invented what's called S-Factor. And it really is a sisterhood. Um, and, you know, going through the pain of losing my brother and sister, I mean, this was a place of solace for me to go work out because obviously exercise is healthy anyway. Yeah. Um, but sisterhood factor um, and the strength of the network that I have at that class and with those women um, has been tremendous. But in terms of like shock and, shock and awe, I mean, people sometimes are really surprised to hear that I take pole dancing classes and I've been doing it for 13, 14 years. Yeah. So I had to um, restrain myself. I had a little chuckle, a little giggle. I, I personally, people who know me know that I would think that's awesome. You know, like I, I'm not one of those to be like, oh my. Um, but I, again, the Southern girl shocker right here. Um, I think that's incredible. I think it's great. It's a look, I've seen it. I know what it is. It's very um, tough workout. It's very uh, strenuous. And doing it with other women where you can, that, that in and of itself shares vulnerability, not just body image, but can you do right. it? How yeah. hard is this? Um, and you're, you're kind of holding each other's hands through this. You know, you're all starting in a vulnerable space and, you know, cheering each other on. So I think that's awesome. That's really, really great. There's one thing that I've in my almost 100 podcasts so far. Um, have never heard anyone say. There you go. <laughs> you heard it yep. I thought working with Hillary would be unique out there, but no, I think the uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. So I love it. Um, if people want to reach you, are you available for that? Do you make yourself available? You know, for um, oh, if somebody absolutely. wants to ask you. Okay, great. So tell us how they can reach you if they want to know more. Um. Well, they could email me at vsampora at nyc.rr.com. Um, that's my personal email address. Um, but if they wanted to learn more about me, about you know, PowerPlay and the other um, organizations that I work with and support, um, I'm on Instagram. So vsampora, sorry, vsampora73 is my personal Instagram, PowerPlayNYC is the organization that I'm president and CEO of right now. We empower girls through sports across all five boroughs of New York City. Um, and I, you and I sort of talked about this offline that I had co-founded with a very good friend of mine, um, Christina Caruso, an organization called AWE, Awesome Women Entrepreneurs. Um, so that's another way to connect with us. So AWE underscore NYC. Um, and we create networking events, um, 
in New York City, basically on a quarterly basis, just to support one another um, and reinforce all the things that you're doing with your podcast. That is awesome. So Vivian, I just followed you on Instagram while you were talking. And if you'll shoot me an email with all of the contact info you want me to share, I'll put that in the blog as well. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Well, you are delightful. I think you're funny. I'd love to spend more time with you. When I head to New York City next time, let's go get a cup of coffee or better yet, a glass of wine and um, And, know each other. And I will take you to um, S-Factor. You'll come to a dance class with me. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> 50 pounds from now, and maybe I'll take you up on that. I, I used to matter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've seen what they do. It, it would not be pretty, one. And two, okay. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> you work your way up. You're not climbing on day one. Don't worry about it. So. <laughs> well, ain't nobody wants to see that. Let me just tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, you're so great. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend time on the podcast. And I can't wait to do the write-up and post the blog. So uh, folks, look for that. We'll have headshots. We'll have photos. We might even have videos. I'm not sure. But we'll definitely have stories and we'll have contact information. Awesome. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. So much Thank gratitude. You. Thank you. Oh, same here. Have a, have a really, really great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.